Southwest Arkansas has seen significant population growth so far in the 21st century, and that trend is expected to continue well into the future. But what will the future growth look like? Where will it be most prominent? And what will be the impacts on our residents and resources? Hi, I'm Dave Perosic, Metro Editor at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, hosting this week's edition of the Know the News podcast. Our reporter, Ron Wood, has written a story we will publish this weekend about the growth that officials expect to see in Northwest Arkansas, especially in Western Benton County. Ron is joining me here on the program to discuss the topic. Ron, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. In addition, I'm pleased to introduce three more guests. They were among the people Ron interviewed for his story. We have with us today, Mike Harvey, Chief Operating Officer at the Northwest Arkansas Council. Mike, how are you doing? Good, fine, thanks. Thanks for having me. And Tim Conklin, Assistant Director of the Northwest Arkansas Regional Planning Commission. Hi, Tim. Hello, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me again. You were, were kind enough to uh, join us a couple weeks ago when we talked about the Bill of Vista Bypass. And, uh, and uh, Random Noblet, Mayor of the City of Cave Springs. How are you doing, Mayor? Very well. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have all four of you here. So uh, let's get into it. Ron, I want to start with you as the reporter on this story. Um, could you just, you know, tell us where you got the idea and, and Ford and how you decided to tackle it? We cover growth uh, all the time. That's uh, just something we do. But uh, a little while back, we got projections from regional planning that uh, were to us shocking. And uh, we were sitting around the newsroom uh, just batting ideas around and uh, someone said, Holy cow, where are we going to put all these people? And I go, well, I know some people. So I got together with uh, the Post Regional Planning, uh, some, some mayors, uh, Northwest Arkansas Council, uh, as, many, uh, uh, as many people as I could think of, really, um, and just ask them if you had a crystal ball, could you tell me what, uh, what you see 25 years from now with double, double the population? Um, I want to turn to you, Tim, uh, with the Northwest Arkansas Regional Planning Commission. Um, our population, and here I'm talking about Bend and Washington County's population, grew by about 25% uh, between the 2010 and 2020 censuses. Um, Tim, could you give us a picture of what's coming in terms of future growth to the region next 10 to 20 years? and? Uh, where that's going to be felt the most. Uh, sure, uh, Dave. Um, well, first of all, uh, where these numbers come from and when we talk about what we know from the 2020 census to what we think what might happen in uh, the next 25 years, um, at regional planning, we do transportation planning. So like any infrastructure, you're trying to project what the future might look like and what would be needed to serve that increased population. So um, back in 2019, we reached out to the Arkansas Economic Development Institute and had the senior demographer uh, update 
the projections for both Benton and Washington County. And so uh, to answer your question, uh, those projections that came from the Arkansas Economic Development Institute estimate around 974,000 people by 2045 in the two county region, uh, specifically adding another 261,000 to Benton County, which would result in a population of about 545,000 people by 2045 and adding another 182,000 into Washington County. Um, with that, uh, I think as you were introducing the topic today and about where to uh, place all these individuals, households, jobs, uh, that's something that we at the Regional Planning Commission as uh, part of our travel demand model and forecasting of infrastructure, we have to uh, actually assign that household employment population. And so um, to put it in perspective, we work with our major cities, uh, other planning partners to help uh, allocate that and plan for that type of growth in our region. Um, uh, some of the questions that we have received in the past have been, uh, do we think we will continue to grow as we have in the last uh, three decades? Every indication tends to point that direction. And so we are forecasting around two and a half percent annual average growth rate over the next 25 years in our region. And Mike Harvey, could you talk to us about what role the Northwest Arkansas Council plays in preparing for the growth ahead? Um, well, you know, I like to tell people the council's in the, in the challenge business, if you will. And I, I think from our perspective right now, we're looking at uh, areas like healthcare and housing. You know, we haven't traditionally done housing. We, we also partner with Tim on a lot of uh, infrastructure projects, you know, Tim and them are kind of the tip of the sphere of the rubber meets the road. And we're kind of the advocate, you know, in terms of trying to cajole the state and feds to, and localities to, you know, fund these infrastructure projects to kind of stay ahead of the growth. And so I'd say right now, in terms of our broader infrastructure program, those are, those are big areas uh, of, uh, I wouldn't say concern, but I mean, you know, the housing prices, as you noted, have gone up pretty dramatically in the past 12 months or so. And we, as much as people around here might say, oh, you know, we need to be more like Austin or whatever, you know, you don't want some of the negative impacts of growth to overwhelm you. And so the council's really started kind of really concerning itself with what those are because we, like Tim feel pretty strongly that this growth trend will continue uh, unabated. If you look at last year, even the throes of pandemic, our, our growth rate was, rate was as, as fast as it has been since I can remember. And most of that was domestic. So that, that was even taking out the international component. So, you know, for us, it's, you know, how do you accommodate it? How do you sustain it? How do you make it uh, available to all of our residents, those opportunities that are, that are here and coming? And so, uh, so those are, 
those are primarily some of the areas that we're working in right now. Uh, besides the areas that uh, you know feed that growth, like workforce development, economic development, or our traditional work. So that's where we're focused. Yeah. Um, sprawl is not a four-letter word, but some people consider it to be. We've yeah, I agree. Seen uh, ugly examples of that in this country. What What are your thoughts on sprawl? Is it happening here in Northwest Arkansas, and what can we do, or what are we doing to avoid it? And uh, and this is for anyone who wants to chime in. Well, this is Tim Conklin again. Uh, I will say that as a region, uh, many of the major cities have looked at uh, going up versus out and increasing employment density and household density uh, in their cities. They, the major cities all have downtown master plans. They've all looked at zoning uh, to encourage mixed use. Um, from a regional level and from a planning level, uh, we are recognizing that there is a desire to have more compact, complete, connected communities in Northwest Arkansas and uh, talking with the cities as we develop where infrastructure needs to be located, where we think jobs will be located and population, uh, we have actively worked together as a region to look at how to allocate that. So, for example, uh, just within a 10-mile corridor of I-49, five miles on each side, we placed about 77.51% of the future population in that corridor and about 91% of the employment. And, um, But I think that is a, you know, to answer your question with regard to sprawl and where growth occurs, uh, everyone in the region is going to have to work together. We don't have one large central city. Um, the largest city, Fayetteville, represents around 17% of the overall population. Um, so it's going to take the region together to actually uh, tackle how we build out our region and how connected our region is with all modes of transportation. Randall, you're on the uh, front line of this. Uh, I, I believe you're one of the fastest growing cities in the state. Um, how are you How are you guys getting ready to uh, deal with it? There's a number of things we're doing that uh, is due to all the changes and the fast growth that we we do work with, and I'm involved in meetings with the TAC, with the uh, Northwest Arkansas Regional Planning. I'm, I'm work. We have a monthly mayors or weekly mayors meeting with all the mayor or many of the mayors up here now, and I'm kind of working together with them uh, to get to know them and so we can work together because to me I think a big part of it is you do need to work together for continuity and to make things work well. In addition to that, we were a uh, city of the second class that due to all the growth we're about to become a city of the first class. And in doing so and with the growth and in support of that, we have recently done a new master street plan and approved it. We've uh, approved a uh, comprehensive land use plan, 
and we're doing and we did that in conjunction with neighboring cities so that arterial streets tie to arterial streets and there's that continuity same with sidewalks and and looking at uh, trails and all of the things that do tie the cities together and make for a better working transportation system and and just everything works together better if you coordinate with each other but we have updated our plans we are uh, constantly like we're looking to update some of our ordinances and do things in a way that that we can kind of be a part of of the overall rather than just stand alone take care of us because the day of a independent city doing their own thing is kind of uh, fallen by the wayside so that's that's a big part of what we're doing is is getting our plans together getting things updated and working with our neighbors to make sure that they work together well mayor do you see that cooperation between cities continuing um in the future i think it's crucial that it continues into the future i know that that's uh the direction i plan to go and and this weekly mayor's meeting began as a concern over covid about a year ago and even when the numbers got better and things were slowing down there was a discussion do we want to continue this and from the larger cities to the smaller cities those that have been involved pretty much unanimously said yes there's a lot more that we gain out of this than an approach to a particular pandemic and how we conduct business during a pandemic there's things that uh, getting to know each other and bouncing ideas off of each other and learning to work together that way uh, we all felt like it was benefiting each of us. So that meeting has continued and will into the future. And a lot of, as you get to know your neighbors and you get to working with them, I think it builds on itself and it can, I don't see it ending anytime in, in the near future. Tim, um, you mentioned that most people live and work in the, uh, in the corridor, uh, I-49, 71 corridor. Um, what about westward expansion over the next 25 years? Once again, as we looked at what the Arkansas Economic Development Institute produced as projections for our region, and uh, just a little background on those projections, so they also looked at migration in birth, deaths by uh, race, and so they went through some iterations to come up with those. But yes, Benton County, um, after the 2000 census, probably around mid 2000s, uh, became larger than Washington County. So, obviously, uh, their projections based on the migration into Northwest Arkansas, uh, we do expect Benton County is going to almost double in size over the next 25 years. Um, it's double in population, but not double in physical size, right? Yeah, double in population size. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> uh, so I think the challenges are, uh, yes, we need to plan for uh, infrastructure in uh, these areas that we think are growing. And as you mentioned earlier when we started the uh, podcast here, that 
uh, Cave Springs was the largest percent increase from 2010 to 2020 uh, overall with all 501 cities in the state of Arkansas. So that's impressive. But more than that, which I find interesting, and I shared this with Mayor Novelet a month ago, uh, they had the 11th largest increase in the state with regard to overall population numeric change. Uh, so when you ask about kind of westward expansion, you look at some of the cities with some of the fastest growth. They include uh, Centerton and Tawnytown and Cave Springs. It is already happening. And so... Now, as a region, we're talking about working together, for example, just like on Highway 112, um, all eight jurisdictions are working together on a vision for Highway 112 from Fayetteville to Bentonville. Uh, more collaboration, uh, cooperation between the cities and RDOT and the county uh, will be needed. And uh, I guess one last shout out for Mayor Novlet too, is that uh, just like the major four big cities in our region, uh, to uh, handle and implement infrastructure takes funding, and Mayor Noblet was successful in uh, securing funding to improve infrastructure in Case Springs. And so, you know, just moving forward, I just want to add to this that all of this does cost money, and future investment in all infrastructure will be required to handle what is projected to happen in uh, west of I-49 in our region. Who pays for that? So, uh, for example, we just uh, met up at the state line last week with both governors, Mike Parson and Asa Hutchinson, and uh, you asked about who, who pays for infrastructure. So, for example, uh, for state highways, Bella Vista bypass, uh, uh, in 2012, uh, we voters of Arkansas approved the half cent sales tax as part of the Connecting Arkansas program. Uh, uh, so the public, the public pays for the infrastructure. And so as cities look to improve water, sewer systems, roads, uh, financing of infrastructure even becomes more important in especially a rapidly grown region. And so uh, I applaud all four cities for uh, in some, even city of Johnson passed a uh, 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 bond issue uh, this past summer. And uh, uh, they recognize that in order to keep up with and provide this level of service that we need to provide in our growing region that it's going to take infrastructure. And so, uh, I guess to answer your question, we, we all uh, look at how to fund and pay for infrastructure all throughout Northwest Arkansas. Mike, is it possible to, uh, to grow and not, not kill or destroy the things that uh, people actually come here for to begin with? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel, it, I feel like that is... Uh, achievable goal i mean you know smart growth and, um you know there's a there's always a conflict between especially in areas like northwest arkansas where you've got an area that was historically more rural and and uh you know the counties uh have a little bit maybe different attitude towards 
uh, growth and property rights and things like that than the cities. And so uh, it's going to be a challenge. I'm not saying it's going to be a challenge. I, I, I do think there needs to be a concerted effort among cities, philanthropies, uh, maybe even private sector to, you know, look at ways that they can work with uh, organizations like Bikes Planning Commission and Land Trust and those kind of environmentally oriented organizations to do, uh, you know, policies uh, to preserve as much green space, you know, as we can. I know there's some, there are some vehicles to do that with, with, with taxes and, you know, holding the land uh, that, you know, to not be developed and also to kind of plan for that, you know, make sure your amenities are, are preserved and so forth. So, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's certainly possible. And honestly, with all the, you know, the mayors, you know, and county leaders, if they can get on the same page, and it sounds like they're certainly making the effort to do that, I think it's, it's probable even going forward, you know, as we, you know, look to 2040 and 50 and we're all really old, hopefully men. <laughs> Uh, that I always say, hopefully, um, you know, that, uh, even though the region, you know, will be upwards of twice as large as it is now, probably the largest metro in the state that we will have done our homework and due diligence and, you know, made the effort to preserve those spaces to keep what, you know, honestly, a lot of people move here and live here for. Circling back to, to um, a big piece of Ron's story is um, infrastructure. Um, can can you guys define what kind of infrastructure we're talking about, and um, you know how? Uh, I guess um, how do you stay ahead of those needs? With regard to transportation. Um, uh, I think it's all, all hands on deck, uh, working together to uh, uh, keep up with the demand for infrastructure. Um, uh, the governor's highway funding plan, which I talked about a little bit, uh, definitely helps a lot uh, in Northwest Arkansas with uh, getting the uh, Northwest Arkansas National Airport access road uh, moving forward, uh, Highway 112 project moving forward, U.S. Uh, 612 future 412 bypass uh, complete goes a long way, but uh, the state's not going to improve all the city local roads either, and so cities have to plan for and fund improvements, and so um, uh, many of our cities, most of them are grown. We only had of uh, 31 cities. We only had six cities that uh, lost population in the region. Uh, so everybody continues to grow, and there's continuing need. Uh, part of the call is, well, what what do we look like in 2045, and how many people live here? I remember back in the 2000s when I used to work at the city of Fayetteville and working on uh, with a consultant on the West Side Treatment Plan with regard to 
how much growth is Fayetteville going to have and by when and where is everybody going to live and where do you need force mains lift stations and how do you get the sewer from the houses, businesses out to the plant. And so I think, you know, as a region, we're looking at very high level here from a regional level, but you just bring that down to uh, city levels or sub neighborhood levels. And I think everybody just needs to work uh, towards that. Uh, we have a target projection forecast that we are continuing to grow at a similar rate that we have and it's just going to take everybody working together to uh, make that happen and uh, I think we're in a fairly good shape uh, in Northwest Arkansas when you look at what type of investment is going into our infrastructure today. I would like to expand on that just slightly if I could. Uh, for a city, uh, infrastructure and transportation is important with the uh, streets and the highways and, and all of that and you need to be working with the highway department and planning for streets and doing maintenance and expansion on streets as time goes on but for us it's a little bigger than that because we have to look at sewer at water at bringing uh, those services to the area and doing it in a safe and appropriate manner. And that uh, or that financing that uh, Tim Conklin was talking about a while ago that we did is Cave Springs. Our, we had always borrowed from ANRC or USDA and every time we did an expansion project, we had had to uh, raise our rates and we had some of the higher water rates in the area and we determined that we had a much bigger project than we'd ever done before taking ourselves off of a step system and going to a traditional sewer system with northwest arkansas uh, conservation authority and that it was necessary to be able to have the capacity plus a, a cleaner safer system in the long run and to do that, we actually implemented a penny and approved a penny and a quarter sales tax. We're expanding a water line. We're moving that uh, sewer line or expanding to the NACA sewer system. And we are building a new fire station because all of those are necessary parts of the infrastructure to grow our city as we transition to city of the first class and continue to grow. And it takes looking at different financial opportunities and, and options. That sales tax is paid by the citizens, yes, but it's also paid by the builders and developers that are, are getting materials delivered in our city and people that stop at the store and buy their lunch and then go roof a house or whatever. So it's it's not all on the shoulders of the uh, ratepayers. And this year, because of a little bit of restructuring and paying down some debt, we're, our uh, water wholesale rate, we found out, was going to have to increase uh, 61% over the next 18 months. And in the past, that would have meant about a 30 to 35% increase in our water rate to our customers. But because of the restructuring and the way we're doing things, it is we are going to be able to absorb that rate increase. 
and it's possible we're doing a study now, but there may even be a, a small to moderate decrease. So we are trying to be more open to different uh, opportunities, and you have to be in today's climate with the growth we're going through. Uh, different alternatives for financing and things to where everything's not on your rate payers. We've talked about roads and uh, and water and some other things, but uh, what about when it comes to um, where? What do we do with the sewage from a million people, and how do we get them drinking water? I can. I can, this is Tim Conklin again. I can. I can start. Uh, uh, and I think each. You know, each city probably has a fairly good idea where they're at and what it takes to serve that. Um, uh, you know, my experience working in Fayetteville and uh, looking at what growth was projected. Uh, yes, it takes it takes years. Sometimes it takes decades to uh, get to actually complete an infrastructure project, and that's why I think it's important that. Uh, we do have these conversations just like we are today with regard to well, what do we think Northwest Arkansas will look like over the next 20 years. Um, along with that, uh, plans are developed. Uh, a few years ago, we did an infrastructure assessment in Northwest Arkansas uh, to look at uh, where we're at, uh, where we might need to go in the future. Uh, each of the cities, major cities, uh, uh, have plans that look at their water and sewer systems and plant capacities. Um, I can't speak for uh, Beaver Water District, um, but I do understand that they do have plans and have expanded uh, the treatment capacity uh, out at Beaver Water District to serve that population. So I don't think for your listeners, I've really answered the question, but uh, those that specifically work in those different segments of water, sewer, are very aware aware of what's going on uh, in the region. And um, I guess the last point I'd like to make is that uh, 25 years ago, I was in Fayetteville. They projected the population in 2020 to be 85,090 people in 2020, 25 years ago. Well, it's 94,000 today. So that's pretty close. For, yeah. you know when you think about it and but if they if the city didn't plan for that increased population they would have issues today and so um, uh, are we going to need more sewer capacity yes more water capacity yes more capacity in our transportation system definitely yes and uh, we're just we're, you know all of us will continue to work towards the uh, trying to get those projects moving, implemented, and, uh, you know, hopefully sooner than later, and hopefully less than 20 or 30 years, maybe 10 to 15 years would be <laughs> better as we move into the region. Mike, uh, you said something when we were talking that, uh, that stuck with me. You said, I'll, I'll paraphrase here, you you said you had faith in Northwest Arkansas because the people here have always uh, been able to step up and do what was needed. Uh, 
What what makes you feel that way? Um, well, I mean, our, obviously, uh, looking in the rearview mirror at everything we've been able to accomplish as a region just over the past 25 or 30 years, and and then just working with the folks that I work with, you know, uh, in corporate leadership and philanthropic leadership in the public sectors, our elected leaders, there's, there's no reason, I think, to have pessimism that if something needs to get done, that we're not going to get it done in this region. Um, I, you know, you were talking about the Pelvis bypass earlier. That that came about from a very interesting arrangement between Arkansas and Missouri that Tim can <laughs> fill you in on the details with. But I, I have to, you know, uh, give kudos to my boss Nelson Peacock for. Uh, kind of working behind the scenes to make that happen. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, people here look at it and where there's a will, there's a way. And, uh, you know, I've worked in five states, five states now, and uh, done this work for 26 years. And I'll be honest with you, I've never worked in a region that, you know, had uh, more can-do attitude and, and humility and just, you know, most of the grindstone. Um attitude about work that Northwest Arkansas. And so, uh, you know, I, I've been here 10 years and I'm a believer. And so uh, you, you can take my word, <laughs> but you can also look at the facts on the ground that, uh, you know, I have no doubts that going forward, we'll, we'll accomplish what we need to accomplish to accommodate this growth. I'd just like to add to Mike's statement. Uh, I always say, you know, this is Northwest Arkansas. If, if there is an idea or something that we want to advance, promote, uh, implement, uh, we find a way in Northwest Arkansas to make that happen. And I think back flying into Drake Field in 1992 and wondering if the region had any bicycle trails coming from out west and 30 years later i can't even ride the entire razorback greenway because i'm not in a good enough shape to ride <laughs> 60 70 80 miles today from back and forth so uh it 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 is amazing uh it's a long time but in a short period of time also how much northwest arkansas has transformed uh just in a few decades. It is, yeah. Um, we've had a great conversation here. Uh, and before we go, uh, I want to uh, ask Ron, uh, you know, Ron, over the course of your reporting on this story, was, it, was there anything in particular that uh, surprised you that you came across? There were, there were a bunch of things that surprised me. And... Uh, I'm not sure I can really uh, narrow it down, but every uh, every way I turned, everything I started to look at, I could I could still be doing reporting on this story because mm -hmm. there was simply that much material, and uh, it we just had to stop somewhere. <laughs> but that being said, I can promise you that uh, that this work will can 
you'll start seeing it more and more in our daily reporting because uh, we it's something that we just have to look at. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other uh, parting thoughts from you guys uh, that you want to share? If not, that's fine. Here we go. Oh, this one. This yeah. is Tim Conklin again. Sure. Just one. One thing you asked Ron what surprise any surprises. Uh, one surprise I would say from looking at the 2020 census numbers for the state of Arkansas. The state of Arkansas grew a total of 95,606 in population, and Northwest Arkansas grew 105,800 <laughs> in population. Wow. Uh, that was a surprise to me that more people are in the two-county area, added 105,800 versus this, the total from the losses and gains of 95,000-plus in the whole state. So um, we continue to see a lot of growth and opportunity in this northwest corner of Arkansas. Well, um, gentlemen, again, thank you so much for uh, your time and uh, and sharing your thoughts on the program today. It's, I really appreciate it. And uh, it's been great talking to all of you. Uh, you too. So have a wonderful weekend. And uh, uh, we'll probably be discussing this topic again probably in the near future. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, guys, and I'll be in touch. Take care. Listeners, if you like this podcast, it comes to you every Friday. Let me encourage you to subscribe to it by clicking on the button on your device right now. And while you do that, let me just say we have excellent journalists here, like Mr. Wood at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, working every day to keep you informed on what's going on in your community. Before we wrap up, I want to tell you about some of the other great stuff we have coming your way in this weekend's editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Zoe Zubiate is a second grader from Salem Springs who contracted COVID last fall, and due to a rare health condition, she required a heart and liver transplant. She spent 10 months at a hospital in St. Louis and just returned home about three weeks ago. Our health reporter, Janelle Jessen, will tell you all about it in a story she has coming this weekend. The Bentonville Film Foundation just launched its own production company called Bentonville Way Entertainment as a way to further its mission of telling stories of people historically underrepresented in film. Reporter Mary Jordan explores some of the first films the company is working on and how this may impact the film industry in Arkansas. From the River Valley, Fort Smith reporter Thomas Asente will bring you an update on that city's push to bring an indoor sports complex to town. And in this Sunday's What's Up section, we'll have a question and answer with Majel Connery of Sky Creature, a punk-slash-opera band that plays in Fayetteville on Tuesday. In addition, you'll find a roundup of Halloween-related events in the area, as well as information about fall craft fairs coming up this month. That's in What's Up. And we recently launched a Let's Eat column, a weekly roundup of notable developments in the local restaurant and food scene, compiled by Garrett Moore. 
It publishes Friday and can be found on the website at nwaonline.com. Sports fans won't want to miss all the good work our sports department does. This weekend, as usual, they'll have the best Friday night high school football coverage in the land. And, of course, Razorback football. Check nwaonline.com and wholehogsports.com for the coverage of the Razorbacks taking on Ole Miss down in Oxford. I hope you'll check us out this weekend for all the stories I just mentioned, plus all the other content we bring you each and every day. You can find us at nwaonline.com and our replica apps for both smartphone and tablet. Thanks to all of you subscribers out there. If you're not a subscriber, we hope you'll give us a try. Just click the subscribe button at nwaonline.com or give us a call at 479-684-5509. That's 479-684-5509. Thank you for listening. Until next week, this is Dave Perosic signing off for Know the News. Have a good weekend.